Stop me when you want. No. Merry Christmas and welcome to Merry Christmas, Rio. Your dad's dead. (laughs) Rio. (laughs) That is a nice good. (laughs) Welcome to the Christmas special. Shame you edition. <laughs> Shame you special. Yes, we're talking about my favourite Christmas game ever. Because I'll have my fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> no, Scott, for some reason, decided they wanted to talk about Shame you for our. And I am Scott White, by the way, of BitSocket. <laughs> and I am Joe Merrick of BitSocket. Fucking Joe. Fucking Joe. Fucking Snow. Fucking snow. <laughs> we are, of course, recording this on Christmas yeah, or day. Yeah, yeah, we are. So, Shemmy is one of my favourite games ever, and you also have played it. <laughs> no, I really like Shemmy. <laughs> so we thought, I really the like thing it. is, I avoid talking about it because it's such a big game, I don't know what to say about it or what to do mm-hmm. about it. Or, but we decided to do a special Shemmy podcast. Mm-hmm. So, before we get kicked off with our usual features with a Shemmy twist, of course, mm-hmm. let's have a wee chat about the game itself. Right, okay. How much of Shenmue have you played? I've I've completed Shenmue one, and I didn't get to. You got to. You ain't you just got to Kowloon? Got to Kowloon. But I have I have like when you've played in the past, played like the great big fight up the skyscraper yeah. and fought the last boss. Oh, oh, wow. So I have done yeah. quite a bit. It's just mm. some middle bits I've not done. Um, I I mean I I think it is a brilliant yeah. brilliant game. Uh, for us, Yakuza is obviously one of our favourite series, but it wouldn't mm. exist in its form that it is without, without Shenmue. Shenmue. As a, as a sort of building foundation for that. Mm-hmm. Shenmue, I play it every year at Christmas time, or I try to anyway. And it's just, it's such a such an incredible experience, even though it's incomplete, because I've not played a game where I felt more at home playing it. You know, the Rio's hometown of Yokosuka have these like, mm-hmm. oh, Rio! <laughs> you know, it's a lovely place. And Shenmue too, you go to Hong Kong and Wan Chai and Kowloon. They're all incredible environments that I love exploring and... You know, they're so detailed to the point where our games nowadays, even GTA Five, isn't as detailed. I don't think, as mm-hmm. far as your environment goes, is a shame. You is, but it's the sense of a living, breathing place. Mm. It makes sense that people have. It's maybe one of the first games when you're aware that people had a routine. Yeah. So obviously, if you thought you could just follow you an could NPC follow around, I, that's one of the things that they had in Shame You Too. Is that if mm-hmm. you focused in on somebody, Rio would automatically follow them. So you mm-hmm. could follow somebody around their daily. Which is, which is fascinating yeah. to put that into a game, especially when you consider, I mean, the Dreamcast was a, a reasonably powerful machine, but th- these were things that had never really yeah. seen in games. I mean, they'd been open-world-style games before, but this was the first one that it felt more like, this, this feels like a real design of a street. This feels like how a, a wee town would be yeah. laid out. Not just, right, how can we... Because a lot of driving games, for example, when they're open-world, have to obviously think, right... Mm. There's going to be races around here, there's going to be chases. We need to think about the design of the roads yeah. to make sense for that. Yeah. Whereas this wasn't yeah. built that way. It was like, right, well, what would make sense? Mm-hmm. And that's what was yeah. brilliant about playing it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's just, it was one of those games that also has a, a real sense of, even though the story is incomplete, the story itself feels so epic, but also intimate at the same time, because you don't really you don't really do much in Shemu. Like the first game is all about mm-hmm. your dad dies, your dad gets killed. Mm-hmm. And to get revenge, you end up getting a boat ticket to Hong Kong. Spoilers, and that's pretty much it. Well, no, come on, it's been a... that's pretty much it. You know, that's mm-hmm. pretty much the entire plot. I mean, there's yeah. more too, obviously, but that, that's all that happens in the first game. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's so much that I can think about, like moment to moment in that game, like feeding the cat tofu, feeding the cat tofu every single time. Yeah, every time you start that, a cat will eat tofu if you don't give it anything else. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we decided to talk about this special game, 
in the only way that we can by taking the piss out of it <laughs> with some BitSocket features. So it's time for one of our regular features. Is it canon? Shenmue edition. What is is it canon? Is it canon? It's when we go through the long list of history on a video game series and we try and work out what's real and what isn't because some things are so ridiculous they can't help but be real. Uh, so we're going to do Shenmue. I'm going to ask you five questions from the history of Shenmue. You have to tell me whether I've made it up or not. Okay, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Ryo is known for his emotionless, almost robotic speaking, speaking patterns. And I see. And it's only, I see, and it's often cold and dismissive of people without realizing. For example, when Mizo- when Nozomi pulls out her feelings for her real, all he replies with is, mm. and that's it. But this is not down to poor voice acting. Of the many flashbacks of Rio being trained by his strict father, one of them is of him being taught not to socialize or associate with anyone, unless they do karate. Is it canon? No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Ryo secretly blames Fukusan. You know who Fukusan is? Is that the... Fukusan's the guy that lives in Ryo's house. Aye, that's the he's guy who was like, lasted two seconds. Yeah, yeah, he's also, he's like, you know, he was one of uh, his dad's apprentices, but uh, yeah. Do you think he was going out with his dad? <laughs> well, Ryo secretly blames Fukusan for his father's death because he couldn't protect the dojo from Landy's men. This isn't evident unless you decide to spar with Fukusan each morning, where punching him in the face and offset makes Ryo say, that was my father. No, it can't be. It can't be. <laughs> no. can't be. Yeah, you're right. Of course, but of course, it's not. It was very <laughs> uh, Okay, <laughs> there is a supernatural element to Shenmue, but it is subtle. Which of these supernatural occurrences is not canon? Shenhua makes dandelions fly through a field mm-hmm. using just her will. A flying sword, or Rio talks to a wolf. <laughs> 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 Which one isn't? It's which one is not canon? Flying sword. Really? Okay, you've right. Real talks to a wolf. Really? <laughs> really? Well, yeah. The flying, flying sword is real. He talks to a cat. That's the last thing you see at the end of. No, he talks to a cat at one no. point. No, he... he didn't see the wolf talk back. <laughs> I meant engages in conversation. Well, he didn't say that. He just right. said, Real talks. Look, oh, okay. he's me talking to the sofa. I've carried you. Oh, Alright, sofa, how's it going? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so two out of three. Rio's trip to Hong Kong almost doesn't happen because his hard hard earned ticket is A lost. B fake. Or C Eaten. C eaten. Oh you got it right. Yeah. Do you remember that scene then when Chai eats your ticket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and question five. Oh so I've got I've got You've three, four out of three or four, four so, far. so far. Question five. Mm-hmm. Rio has killed a man. Oh <laughs> Is it canon? Yeah, I'm going to go canon. Oh, you're right, he has. Ooh. He doesn't kill anybody in the games, but there's a manga set between Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 where mm-hmm. Chai comes back on the boat between yeah. Hong Kong, it's been Japan and Hong Kong, and Ryo, like, punches him off the boat and leaves <laughs> him to die. In there. <laughs> like, well, that's the only... Punches that's him the, off that's the, the boat? That's the only possible thing that could happen to him because it's the middle of the open sea, nowhere mm-hmm. near any land. 
Wow. And Rio punches him off the boat. He must die. So Rio has killed Murder, a man. Blood on his hand. Ah, there we go. Do you think his son will come back and hunt down him? <laughs> I don't think Chai's had his son. That'd be good. I don't think any woman <laughs> would ever Imagine allow Chai like, to approach that. That's the whole Yu Suzuki's whole idea was actually going to be a saga of people <laughs> killing off someone's dad. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was it. As the constant revenge. Forty games. Yeah. There we go. You did well there. Four, four out of five. five. That's not impressed. bad. Yeah. The thing about the Shemu Cannon is, it's, naturally, it's not that long because there's only two games yeah. and it's a couple a, of manga. It's a stubby episodes, cannon. But yeah, uh, yeah. But um, hopefully, one day it will be longer. <laughs> if you get that pump that you ordered from the internet. <laughs> Let's get serious for a minute. Okay. We're going to talk about rumours. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, there's no other game series mm. ever right. that's generated as much bullshit <laughs> online okay. as Shenmue. Right. So what I've done here, okay. we have five Shen rumours, <laughs> which might be genuine rumours right. that have been spread on the internet. Oh. Or ones that I have created. <laughs> a bit like surely any old shit would be real. Like, well, that's that's the thing. The fact that you have said it makes it a rumor. Yeah, but it's a rumor I've started. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So it's a bit like, is it canon? Uh, but it's all lies. Right. Okay. It's, it's a bit like, is it canon? <laughs> but none of them are canon. I just don't get the distinction. Okay. Right. Okay, okay. Right. Right. Number one. Yeah. It was rumored last year that the HD versions of both games were going to go live at any time. Well, that's true. Any minute. That's true. That's a rumor because I. <laughs> Have been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, along with Skies of Arcadia, of course. In 2005, there was a leak about a draft of the story for the next game where he didn't actually play as Ryu, but actually as his son. That's not real. No. That's not real. You made that one. I made that. Yeah. That's correct. Although, now it's out there. <laughs> Somebody's caught into it. Three. Shenmue 3 will be a Wii U exclusive. <laughs> That's a, that was a rumour I'm that sure that is a rumour yeah, that's, that's a rumour that's, that's a real that's a genuine that's a genuine that's a genuine <laughs> four Yu Suzuki has the plot details of Shenmue 3 tattooed on his back <laughs> so he can have it wherever he is <laughs> no you made that up I did make that up <laughs> the shortest like, feature we've ever made it's like prison break that <laughs> number five Shenmue 3 will be coming to iOS in January and will support microtransactions <laughs> you made that up I did make that up. But <laughs> the thing is, that was the one that I was like, that's probably most I know, likely that's, to see, exist. See, that's depressing though. If that, imagine that happened. I don't mm. know I don't know what I would do. See, Shenmue 3 existed, but then it, it turned out it was a free-to-play game with microtransactions and all that. I, I'd feel so sick. See if they turned around and said, right, iPad Air 2 only. The newest iPad is the only way you can play Shenmue 3. Would you buy yeah. an iPad? Yeah, play? I mean, if it, was, if it was a good game, I would buy it. So what if it even was a free-to-play? No. Would you just, would oh, you just I would say... Just but but the story was all there. All the story was brilliant, but... You could only play it for like an hour a like day. An hour a day, unless you paid, say, a pound. Yeah, there are gems. There are Shane gems. <laughs> Shane gems. <laughs> to play the game. Jemus. <laughs> Jemus. Oh, I've got enough Jemus. <laughs> Can level up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, thought, I probably would actually have to just do it. What's your favourite Shenmue rumour? My favourite Shenmue rumour? Uh, I like the idea, because there was one years ago. That it was ready to go on mm-hmm. PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Like, the the game was ready. Shenmue 3 mm-hmm. was pretty much done. And they were just waiting for it at the right time. And that, like, it, it, it sparked so much controversy because there was a guy who, you know, he ran a big site and all that, and he claimed that that was the case. And obviously it was bullshit, but... 
Yeah. There's so many of them because it was like, um, at the same time, they'd released a big spate of Dreamcast HD, so like, yeah. um, they'd done Space Jam yeah, 5. Yeah, Space Jam 5, Sonic Adventure, Crazy Taxi. Yes, they do and all they that. They do Crazy Taxi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said, right, the next batch, Shemi 1, 2, Skies yeah. of Arcadia. But they should do that. They should totally do that because it's. I honestly, honestly, honestly don't understand why there's not been HD versions. Yeah, it's, a, it's a bit like. I mean, I know, in fairness, we've been talking about why is Yakuza 5 not coming out. And now it finally is. Yeah. But I say it would make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I, the only thing I can think of is. Is there licensing issues regarding voiceover work? Is there royalty fees they'd have to pay? Things like that. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of stopping them. Yeah. Or maybe they've just lost. Maybe there's no original copy. Maybe they'd have to copy it off a Dreamcast game or yeah. something. Maybe they bend them all. No, I mean, I, I hate Shenmue. You <laughs> can't even mention it on Twitter because then you get retweeted by 50 bots. I know. Fuck. I hate that. Yusuzuki, That's the thing I hate most about Shenmue. Yusuki, I'll give you £20 to make. I know. To make Shenmue 3. Give like, Yusuzuki the Shenmue license and all that. I give it to him. What's he going to do with it? Like, what the fuck would he do it? What was the last kind of thing? Was it the last thing Yusuke worked on was? I oh, forget. It was just... was that the, the Let's Tap? No, that was Yujinaka as well. Really? Yujinaka's been making good games. Like he's been. He's What's Yusuke been doing? Nothing. He's been doing nothing. He's been doing nothing. <laughs> and then he and he's, he earned this license. <laughs> no, I know. Wouldn't be fair to see. He's... I think the last game he helped out when it well, proper game that he helped out with was Outrun Two. And that was years ago. Wow. I know. I know. What does he do? Does he just want a shop? No. I don't know what he does nowadays. <laughs> uh, works in a bank. Are you, he you, started an online game company. You know how many online games they released? How many? None. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. probably for the best. I know, I know. Anyway, but thanks for the press move with all these shame rumours. Scott, yes, Joe. What is the greatest moment in video games? The greatest moment in video games, it's probably, probably, when that Yakuza boss flips a bull. Yakuza <laughs> three. That is pretty good, actually. But the actual greatest moment in video games. It's when Aerith gets killed by Sephiroth. No, that's not. And, that's and not, I got no, an I mean, again, that's a good moment when. Aerith gets no. Killed, but no, it's not the greatest moment. The but greatest moment was it when uh, Ghostface Killer knocked that guy's head clean <laughs> off and went down the Remember that's the shame you special. What's is the it, greatest moment? In, well, I'll tell you what the greatest moment in video games is. Is it when oh, Ezio God. from Assassin's Creed 2 killed the man and claimed the wall? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest moment in video games, right? Was it when <sighs> Wayne Rooney kicked the ball in FIFA? No. <laughs> okay. The greatest moment in video games. Was it when Flagman... <laughs> What? Waved the flag? <laughs> I've never been flag man, man oh. the flag. <laughs> the greatest moment in video games. Peter Molyneux when he released Goddess. <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> can't even. In this Shemu podcast, we're going to talk about the greatest moment in video games. Hideo Kojima tweeted a picture of his lunch. <laughs> picture the scene, right? Okay. A brave Ryo Hizuki has just saved Nozomi from the violent harbour hanging out the, the gang that hangs out at the harbour the mad angels he saved Nozomi from their chilling leader Terry because <laughs> that was his name Terry <laughs> Terry from the mad angels uh, oh Terry so he's just saved Nozomi and the mm-hmm. two share a wonderful romantic 
motorbike ride home together. Nice. It's the greatest moment in all video games. Definitely the greatest cutscene ever. And it's great because of the song that plays in the background. I'm going to remind you of that song right now. Okay. I love this. I love this moment so much. Is this the song you're going to play during so, your wedding? So the song's in Japanese, as you can tell. Oh, thank you. You can hear the, you can hear the lyrics. I can hear that, yeah. It's such a beautiful moment. Honestly, man, I'm getting chills listening to this song. Is that what that is? So that's... That's how the song sounds. Okay. The two share a wonderful bike ride home together. And it's it's a beautiful moment. And mm. us Shemu fans talk about that moment. Because it is, it's a high point. Do you meet up before we can talk about that? Just on Twitter and all that, you know. <laughs> that's that's how we do it. Do you have a private Twitter account where you do that? But the whole song isn't in Japanese. Oh. The chorus is in English. Nice. Still sung by a Japanese singer, though. Mm. So your mission is to try and work out what this singer is singing in English. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. We're gonna, we've, there's six lines... Mm-hmm. And we'll give you six lines, and okay. you've got to tell them. You've got to try and work out what they're saying. If you can get it close enough, there's a bit of leeway here. Okay. To get the point. Okay. So, line one. If you will be by my side. <laughs> I can play it again. If we were the only people in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to listen again? All right. Yeah. Well, I think I've got it. <laughs> Only other thing I could think it could be is would you toilet paper the sun? <laughs> uh, How close was that? Pretty close. The line was, <laughs> "If you will always be by my side." That's pretty close. No, <laughs> you're not getting that. Right, so line <laughs> one. That. Not those ones were the right. <laughs> line one. Line ones I know. Okay. Here's line two. There are no salon tears in my arms. Oh, let's listen once okay. more just to see. There is no salons and tears in my arms. Take a guess. There is no sarong <laughs> in tatters in my arms. No. <laughs> the line is, there is no sorrows or tears in my eyes. That's pretty close. No, you never got it. <laughs> There's no sarongs in there. <laughs> right. That's zero out of two so far. Here's line three. Oh, fuck. No, play that again. I can't live without you. Oh. Let's go to the sun. <laughs> Shit obsession with the play sun. Play one more time. One more. Can't live without you. Right. Why do you have to decide? Yes! yes! You got one! Can't live without you, why did you have to decide? Fantastic. There we go. That was like, Christmas, isn't there it? There we go, one out of three so far. This is line four coming up. I'm doing well. Not really. You want me, I wear on my You won't be wearing my crazy blouse. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to listen once more? Well, I think I've nailed it, but It's hard to not hear that, though, isn't it? <laughs> you won't be something. I'm not sure. What is that? You won't be aware of my pains and lies. So, no, you didn't get that one. You crazy blouse. 
<laughs> one out of four so far. Here's line five, second last one. I can bring this back. Big note coming up. Didn't quite get it. <laughs> Don't leave me alone, stay with me. Don't leave me alone. Do you actually make a note? Stay no. with me. <laughs> that was so beautiful. I love this song. So there we go, two out of five. It's two out of five so far. So oh, this is the last one. Can I make 50%? Can you make 50%? Probably not. Here's number six. You won't get this. I was, I was something like I will love you, then she said some bullshit, <laughs> and then I'll remember remember you forever. You can listen. You can listen again. Yeah, I'll listen again. But I will. But I love you. Don't let your back. I remember you forever. So some bullshit she said in the middle, but I got the rest of it right. So let's well, let's see what she said. I don't know if you'll ever look back. Oh fuck no! I was I'll always remember you forever. Alright, no, I don't, I, 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 even I don't think I deserve a point for that. And, I, and I'm the one who wants points. So you get, you get two out of six. Two out of six. For wishes, or wish from Shame You. Wow. My favourite video game moment. Did Richard Jack write that? No, he didn't. No. Wasn't enough rhyming. That was released as a pop song in Japan. How well did it do? Uh, I don't know. There's a sax solo just after that bit. Oh. I can probably I tell you what that means. I don't have it on my phone, but... Did you enjoy that? I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was Wish from Shemu. The greatest video game moment ever. Is it as good? For this special Christmas podcast, we decided to ask you, what are your worst video game Christmas memories? This isn't really tied to Shenmue at all. Not really, no. Uh, I think it's probably, well, it's kind of tied to Shenmue, because in Shenmue, Ryo has a pretty bad Christmas because his dad's murdered. That's a good point. Spoilers, you keep spoiling that. It's the beginning of the game. It's the first thing that happens in the game. Why does always listen to this? First thing that happens in the game. I don't know what happens right? in Shenmue. I don't know what happens. First thing that happens in the game. Fukusan gets chucked through the doors, Ryo gets in. Watch his dad getting battered. Right? At what point does he jump into the dragon mirror? <laughs> is there a dragon in it? In the mirror? There's a dragon engraved in the mirror. But is there a dragon in the mirror? No. Oh, well, it... with things we don't know. Because <laughs> Shemmy 3 is not out. Is it like a never-ending story? It's... No. Well, I mean, I suppose it is, because it's never-ended. Uh, your worst video game Christmas memories. Uh, we'll get Facebook first. Here's Harrison Hunt. Ask my parents for a GameCube. Mm. Got an N-Gage. Oh. But at least you can at least you could phone your mates on it. At least you could talk in it sideways. At least you could be like phone your mates and be like, I'm running away from home. <laughs> at least you could play Sonic Advance in portrait. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it was. It was a portrait of screen. Like Tony Hawk <laughs> in portrait. <laughs> <laughs> you could play Tim Mader in portrait. Uh, <laughs> it's got a widescreen I bet it's the wrong way It's just like a, That's your Your qualified I remember once I was tempted To get an N-Gage It was sitting there In the glass cabinet At work 
for so long and I was like, oh, I might get that actually. And then months went by <laughs> and that same one was still there because Nick bought it. So, uh, so yeah, so, oh, God, Harrison, I feel so bad for you getting engaged instead of a GameCube. That's I quite hope, a mistake to make, isn't it? That salesman really was I know. top of the Oh game. no, your Wayne doesn't want a GameCube. He doesn't want to play all these beautiful games. He'd rather play PS1 Moodles and some portrait. Portrait. That was a self-feature. It's like, uh, oh, you don't want any of that widescreen. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm wishing you had to take it apart to change the game inside. <laughs> <laughs> to take the back off it and everything. Oh, oh God. Dengage. Okay, Phil Doyle. This, sweet Jesus. And it's a picture of... You remember the Game Boy boosters? I did like a joystick yeah. and a light and a magnifying glass and all that and made yeah. a Game Boy like twice the size. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Oh, God. Why would that be your worst memory? It's <laughs> my naive of video game uh, accessories. Gavin Aitken, waking up to a shiny UPS2 and only having Red Faction to play. Oh, no. Next, uh, next gen wall destruction. <laughs> no. uh, Lewis Parks, getting a normal Xbox instead of a PS2. I was horrified. Normal Xbox, that's become the term we have to use to say, like, oh, the first yeah. Xbox. Because you're like, oh, the Xbox One. No. Vintage Xbox. Not the Xbox One, the, yeah. the first Xbox. Yeah. Normal Xbox. The vanilla Xbox. Uh, so don't be wrong, I know some, there was some good games on that. Well, Jet Set Radio Future. But over a PS2, that's pretty, pretty unfortunate. Andy McGregor when I got a C64 for Christmas and after waiting 20 minutes for the game to load my mum switched the electricity <laughs> off at the mains thinking it would be funny looking back it was quite funny but at the time I was raging apparently she didn't realise the games took that long to load oh. that's a bit of a dick move there. funny mum uh, yeah and Craig Wilson Christmas 2001 8 o'clock I unwrap Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and fire it into my PS2 10 o'clock. I remove Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and place it in the shelf, having smashed all the goals and levels and a sizable chunk of all the unlockables. Gave me the equivalent of getting a bag of crisps and I wanted a turkey dinner. <laughs> That's a bit of a. Tony Hawk's. It's an arcade game at heart, you know? It's like. Yeah. It's, it's a short game, but. It, I don't know. I think you've got. I get to that, put your own that idea that you, you've waited, you've asked for yeah. something, then when you actually play it, you realise it's very short. <laughs> But my, I got my PS2 for Christmas and the game I caught with it was fucking... It wasn't even Tony Hawk. It was Dave Mirror BMX 2. <laughs> oh, God. I was so happy when I finally did get Tony Hawk the next day at Boxing Day. But, oh, God, that was just... That remember, was like, remember then, though, when you'd be happy to buy a Tony Hawk? Uh, if a Tony Hawk brought a game out, you'd be like... <laughs> oh, get away from me, Tony. It's important. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to go to Twitter. So up first, we've got Ben Syme getting Final Fantasy VII, playing it all day coming down Boxing Day morning to find that his save file had corrupted oh. his full day was lost oh. he actually follows this up he said he even got to the world map and had a chocobo <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's not a chocobo it's a chocobo chocobo is like that little the Japanese have it you know Koe 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 Chocobaru <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. See the blank look in my face. Right, well, we're going to watch not, this ad for it. It's not called. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to load it up right now. Okay. So, what are they called? Chocobos. Chocobo. Yeah, Chocobo. Not, chocobo. Chocobo means something like yeah, chocolate. Right, well, we're not going to watch this advert after the podcast. Jesus. Jim, the seasonal gift. Opening a box, seeing black plastic, thinking I'd got a master system, quickly realising it was a radio alarm clock. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> but, yeah, in the long run, more useful. Uh, Jim the Seasonal Gift also follows it up with dropped and smashed his brand new Game Gear on Boxing Day. Oh, I mean, 
was. The Game Gear had quite a lot of heft, so I'm surprised it didn't go through the floor of your, your house. <laughs> if you're on the top floor of a It'd flat building... It'd be velocity. <laughs> what's the only thing that you can drop from the top of the Empire State Building that will 100% kill someone? It is a Game Gear. It is a Game Gear. John Q, every man. Opening gift in front of my entire family and all eyes on me. It was Dead or Alive XBV. It's like extreme beach volleyball. Oh, so it is. Oh, God. Then I had to explain the gift. Oh, no. Oh. There's no coming back from that. No, there's not. No, that's pretty bad. You're probably on a list after getting that. <laughs> Lucas got a PS1, asked for Spyro, but the only game I got was 102 Dalmatians, puppies <laughs> to the rescue. Didn't get another game for months. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I don't even. What, what do you think you've been doing? 102 uh, dollars. There is something genuinely. There, there's something like deeply depressed about the, the, the Christmas Day shit game because yeah. there's no shops open, so you can't get a new game right there to play. You've got to make the most of the it's, game. It's the modern equivalent of no batteries. Aye. Oh. Well, you get a great toy. Oh. Don't have any batteries. Or you <laughs> get a great console. Great game. No memory card. Uh, that, that was me. Dreamcast. Got a Dreamcast. No memory card. Same. Uh, the, the amount of times I started Soul Reaver from the very beginning. <laughs> Each time, brilliant. <laughs> now, apologies in advance. Just keep Sahota. Sorry. In 2001, Christmas 2001, in a game shop with my dad, had two choices Devil May Cry. Good choice. Or, or Robot Wars. Oh. I chose wrong. <laughs> See, no, this, is funny. Cry, then. <laughs> this is funny because me and you actually played Robot Wars demo. last week for the oh, first right. time in like 10 years or something. It's so bad. I, d- I couldn't even figure out what was going on. By the time, by the time we figured out which one of the machines I was, <laughs> I'd been, been flipped destroyed. Over. I. Uh, I like how I had the original commentator though from the show. Oh, because you know, because he was so difficult to get. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was originally getting my PS One, and you got like it was one of those ones like oh, you get a PS One and four games, mm. and so I picked like Tomb Raider. Um, what was it? Tomb Raider Tekken Three. Oh my good games. Oh, there was one other that's there was one that's escaping me right now. I'm sure I remember. Was it Ninja Shadow of Darkness? Well, I was going to say Ninja Shadow of Darkness was the fourth game, uh-huh. and it was dreadful. Uh-huh. It was. I sometimes wonder. I was like, oh, I wonder what the other games were. I wonder yeah. what the other games that I just didn't go for. I wonder if it was only must have only been three games because I can't remember the fourth. Can I remember the reason I bought I uh, got a PlayStation was to play Discworld Two. That was my killer app. That's a good choice. It's no system seller. <laughs> it was never designed to be a system seller, though, was it? But yet, Stephen McLaren. Again, apologies. <laughs> when I got my N64, it came with Mario 64, and as for Goldeneye on top of it, somehow I got Mischief Makers instead. That's not bad, especially because it's a good game. I've no frame of reference for it's that. made by Treasure. You could look at boys. Oh, it's right. a good game. Was it as good as Goldeneye? No. no. So if you <laughs> ask for Goldeneye... And yeah, got okay, I mean, yeah, I would be that, yeah, at this point. Okay, But it's a good game. St. Nicholas. Old St. Nick. I once got basically nothing except sports games for the Wii and oh. PlayStation Move. All remain unopened. <laughs> At least for the Wii, you think, oh, well, Wii you get folk up. All those sort of knockoff Wii sports but games that were rubbish. PlayStation Move sport games, though. Uh, no. That awful aesthetic they had as oh, well. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, did, I actually did have... I got PlayStation yeah. Move and PlayStation Sport. Yeah. It played once, yeah. and it went swiftly back on the shelf. Yeah. I think I could, I think it's bend them in the end, actually. Rudolph Lundgren, having to complete the full King Kong movie video game for my <laughs> stepbrother because he was too scared to play it. Uh. Christmas fucked. <laughs> Remember when that game came out and every like, because that was one of the early games on the 360. Yeah. Everyone talking about how great it looked. Yeah. Oh, it's, it looks amazing. It looks like the movie. No. It's amazing. Look, now you look back at it now and it's like, what? <laughs> what is, is rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Curran, 
actually asking for Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It must have been a naughty boy, that, yeah. I have fond memories of the day that I played, uh, the Christmas I got at Sonic Adventure. I had to play it again and again and again because I didn't have a memory card, but I loved it at the time. Did you enjoy rolling around at the speed of sound? I did, although that wasn't until Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, was it Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah. I know what there was that song. You know, Barry's uh, threatening to play that at my wedding. That's the song <laughs> I want to hear when you're going down there. Oh, you don't go down there, do you? I don't know. I want Kim to go down there after that so I can just see the look in her face. <laughs> just the heat. Here comes a rolling around <laughs> at the speed <laughs> of sound. Wait, we sing it. Here comes the bride. No one sings that at an actual wedding. Have you ever heard anyone at a wedding say, Here comes the bride? Who <laughs> does that? Is that the announcer? You can have someone to announce people as they come in. Here comes the bride. Rolling around <laughs> at the speed of sound. That's a good idea, actually. Oh. Ben Bowers, watching my brother in law play Mario and Sonic Olympics with his wife, his mother. Well, Mario That's got. <laughs> Yeah. It's almost a dangerous mistake. Right, let's try Get somebody's <laughs> wife messed up for their mum. <laughs> let's try that again. Ben Bowers. <laughs> ben Bowers watching my brother-in-law play Mario and Sonic Olympics with his mother while Mario Galaxy lay unopened oh, next to it. Bought a dick. Oh, that must be enraging. Well, Mario Galaxy didn't really have multiplayer, though. Oh, you could do. The second player could fire. Yeah, but still, stars. man, you've got one of the greatest games ever made. I know, I know. But multiplayer... Family Christmas time is a time for multiplayer, yeah, no matter yeah. how bad. The Even Wii Sports, is. just play Wii Sports. Ah, exactly. Wii, play Wii Sports. Then we've got apologies, Jared Fitzmorris. <laughs> Sorry, my sister bought two games for my cousin and I. He got Dime Splitters Two, good game. Good game, yeah. He got Alias. Oh. I got well, Jared got Alias. Oh, remember so, Alias? Oh, I don't remember the game because it was bad. I remember the front cover. Is it not just horror with red hair? I don't know. Yeah, I just On the front thought, cover. Yeah. Mm, never really appealed to me to be honest yeah. this is one of those games that like the PS2 for all it's great stuff was yeah. a console that I think was, must have been quite easy to make games for because everything had a game <laughs> no, it was a surprise game. games based on films are bad enough but it's games based on TV shows you know Brian's had a game yeah. 24 had a game yeah. although everything. I'm tempted to play 24 because I like this show yeah. so much you ever play the Dad's Army game? <laughs> That's pretty good. Dad's Army game, Open All Hours game <laughs> Are You Being Served game <laughs> I fucking love an Open All Hours game that'd be pretty good actually oh Ted Father Ted, Father Ted game would be quite <laughs> yeah. What other TV shows deserve games? Coronation Street, the game. In fact, there's already like point and click adventure yeah. games. A butter. Watchdog, the game. <laughs> Watchdog, the game. Short change. Short change. Oh, yeah. Change Hill. Great Hill. It's a bit like uh, Billy. This is very off topic. Yeah, See, reboot's it? coming back. <laughs> reboot. Remember really? Reboot? Is it getting from, rebooted? Uh, ITV. Is it getting rebooted or is it a new series? I don't know. So, Joe. Mm. Worst Christmas. I think the Dave Mirror <laughs> BMX the PS2 but, but as far as video games go yeah mm. uh, there's also the year that I asked for the getaway you love the getaway you love the getaway I convinced myself it was amazing I convinced myself it was better than Vice City at the time don't know why wow you must that must have been pretty strong what about you? you for me I'd, was, I'd, it the, was it the PS1 bundle but you got some good mm, games with that I know I got good games no it would probably be so much earlier memory Going back to and it's not really a bad it's not a bad memory. I got my SNES, got I know, uh, I know this is going. got the beautiful SNES which going. came with Super Mario All Stars. Yeah, loaded up Super Mario World mm-hmm. and then proceeded to watch my mum complete it. <laughs> my mum got further I, as a child. My mum got further in that game than I ever did. The only reason I got to like the second world was because my mum had completed the boss. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got the game for the Game Boy Advance yeah, that I actually completed it. That, yeah. And by then, of course, I, I completed it backwards and front, got every single thing you could get. But at the time, yeah, it was like 
just I just felt embarrassed. I just felt like not because it was like my mum, but because I felt like I felt inadequate <laughs> as like a what a six year old boy, or yeah. whatever age I was when like getting schooled, getting schooled by my by my mum. We should do that with my Lego as well, though. If I got a big Lego kit, my mum would be the one opening it and starting building it before I'd even looked at it. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, you got a barcode truck? Let's build it." My, da- like, my dad was a bit like that sometimes, actually, with the Lego. <laughs> I remember once finding out that my dad and his mate had been playing with my action man. Oh, no. So I had like an action man. Action man. Action man. I had an action man you could set up with like Take uh, a zip line. Some colour pants he's got in. Take his clothes off. Oh, it's a green pant. Licking him. <laughs> Licking him. Um, no, I had an action man you could have like a zip line set up, and my parents never set the zip line up. <laughs> and one time I came down and the zip line was up, and I was like, "What are we doing?" It's like, "Oh well." And my dad was looking about sheep. He's like, "Oh, me, me, me and my friend, me and my pal uh, set up. We're playing with it." Do you know what my earliest Christmas memory is actually? You know, I think about it. It just sprung into me there. Like, oh, really? I think it was either when I was three, I was either two or three. I think probably three. Mm-hmm. And then I came downstairs and I had a Thomas Tank engine train set, mm-hmm. but they'd already built it, so it was already moving when I yeah. came down. That's my. I, there we go. A Christmas memory has just sprung into my. What a beautiful Christmas podcast this has been. I know. It's a Christmas miracle. We annoyed they built it already. No, oh, because I was wee. I was, I was amazed. I just, oh, Tom's yeah. Thank. I was obsessed with Tom's Thank engine when I was wee, so mm-hmm. I could identify with the fat controller. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there we go. That has been the Bits of Christmas Shame You special podcast. Although there wasn't really that much shimmy in it really at the end. Well, we did. Yeah, we had a We hope you enjoyed it. And we also hope you've enjoyed our year of BitSocket podcasts and mm-hmm. videos, even though we didn't do as many videos as we used to. We're going to we're gonna do a lot more videos next year. We're going to continue doing the podcast. Joe, why are you crossing your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, it's nice to see that people have enjoyed the podcast because we, really, we wanted to do something a wee bit different and mm-hmm. you know, fill it with loads of fun wee things. So, yeah. yeah. From next year, we won't do that. No, <laughs> it'll just be what games you've been playing, what games are coming out. What's been the real What games are coming out? What's the news this week? News. Uh, we're going to have updates on ethics and journalism. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, we're both going to buy fedoras. I was going to say, we're going to call this Bit Fedora. <laughs> fedora fedora socket. socket. Oh, <laughs> I'll put that fedora right there. <laughs> Hasn't the government banned those videos? Not like <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Or you can just listen to it on our website, bit-socket.com, using mm. the RSS feed. Feel free to give us uh, a wee rating if you do... Uh, Subscribe through iTunes. That would, that would, we would love that. Um, you can watch our videos, youtube.com slash bitsocket. You can tweet at us. Uh, at bitsocket. You can follow us on Facebook. Slash bitsocket. And you can... Some nights. <laughs> when it's dark. <laughs> and you feel you're alone. In the flat. Or in your house. And you've been listening to the Bitsocket podcast. Having a good wee laugh, but it's finished. It's mm. finished now, so you've had to turn it off and... You're, you can't just do the wee... You know the wee bits and bobs you do before you go to bed sometimes? Make sure the dishes are... are a bit away and front door's locked but what's that sound upstairs what's no it's, it's just the house rest it's just the floorboards it's just the floorboards resting but it's a bit louder I think it would be I think I'm just going to go upstairs I'm going to I'm just going to check out and when you do you there's, a, there's an umbrella you keep by the front door and you you feel silly about it but you, but you pick it up you take it with you because you think well what if someone is there and you go up the stairs and you can hear like sounds like creaking, like creaking in your bed, like the springs are going up and down, like. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what's that? Must be the, must be the cat jumping in the bed. Must be the cat. But then you're like, we don't have a cat. So you, you kind of go and you're holding, you're holding the umbrella tighter now, much tighter. <laughs> and you get to the door and the springs are going. <laughs> 
faster and faster. <laughs> and you open the door. Keep bits hooking. And have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> Find out in 2015. <laughs> Optional DLC. <laughs> If you buy the season pass, you'll find out more. What's that advertising though? Chocoball. It's a chocolate ball. Chocobar. Alright, okay. Chocobar. Nice. Yeah, I'll put it away. <laughs> yes, you should put that away. <laughs>